0: Thank you for joining another episode of Tech & May Presents, where we bring you the best insights from today's leaders and experts in technology. Today we will be speaking with Fausto Lendeborg of SecBeras. Fausto, welcome to the Tech & May Presents podcast. John, thank you
1: so much for having me. I appreciate appreciate the time.
0: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely, sir. Like I said before we got started, this is about you, my man. So um, yeah, -hmm. we're going to enjoy the time that we have together. So Fausto, uh, do this for us. Share your background with our audience. Yeah, so a little
1: bit about me. I've been in the space for 17, 17 years. Um, you know, went to, right after high school, went to school for computer science, and of course didn't finish in the typical college dropout, but started in cybersecurity when I was 19. I worked for a company. We used to do DDoS mitigation, a very small startup that eventually grew to hundreds of employees and, 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 55 million dollars in revenue oh wow and i was uh i was a cybersecurity analyst just really looking at traffic and spent seven years doing that protecting some of the largest banks in the world so it was it was an amazing experience and and right after that um flew to and moved to la and 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 co-founded a company uh, another startup in the web application firewall space and we wanted to do everything automated and after a few years there, that company was acquired by Oracle and then I launched and founded Sigberus and, and that's that's what I've been doing for the last five years. And just to give you a high level 5,000 foot view, uh, Sigberus is a cloud governance platform, right? So okay. the problem we solve for is there's a lot of misconfiguration risk happening on a multi-cloud um, enterprise. And you know it's very hard for the enterprise to really manage that mis- mis- misconfiguration that at scale. So we aim to truly solve that by assessing, detecting, and remediating that across across the enterprise. Um, and we've been doing that. We raised capital. We have some amazing companies, some of the largest companies in the world, and and we're just moving forward with uh, with solving this
0: problem. Okay, so. Thank you, Fausto, for that, for that background. So let me, let me ask you, you're, you're located there in Miami, right? I'm, I'm hearing so much about the burgeoning tech scene in Miami, give us, give us that firsthand view of what's going on there.
1: You know, Miami is, is a great, is a, is an amazing ecosystem, right? And it's growing. Right. So I'll tell you what's going on. I think when the pandemic started, um, Miami was one of the few uh, cities that was open and first open early pandemic. Uh, uh, We have a really good mayor, Mayor Francis, and and he took on the task of really expanding the ecosystem and started inviting a lot of the VCs um, to town. So... As you have, uh, as you had some VCs coming into town and actually people working remote from for other companies, we started seeing that ecosystem to start growing. So I'm going to tell you, there's a lot of amazing companies, uh, companies are getting funded. There's amazing talent here in town. So it's a great time to, to be a Miami uh, startup and, and tech company.
0: Oh, that's awesome. And so, yeah, I, I like, like I said, I've 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 been hearing about it, you know, seeing it on Twitter and, you know, just, you know, different um, events, different people talking about, you know, the, the things that they're doing in Miami. So with you being there, yeah, I definitely wanted to get that firsthand perspective. So I appreciate you doing that. Um, so Fausto, Barris, you and your team, you're doing amazing things, right? What has you most excited about your daily work?
1: I think it's solving problems that no one is solving, right? I think we one of the big things we we learn is how can we build technology that can scale, right? And I think every day going to work and working with my engineering engineering team on, on use cases, customer use cases, uh, and building scalable solutions, it's super exciting. I mean, you're talking, you're talking about innovation and innovation never stops when you have use cases every day. So I think it's solving the customer problem. Uh, truly uh, excites me on a a daily basis. And and that's and that's what we spend our time doing, speaking to our customers, understanding the problems and just just solving it with our technology.
0: Okay, awesome. And so, Fausto, you you've given us a, a little bit of a background on, you know, what your customers are facing as far as misconfiguration issues. Give us an idea of your ideal customer. Like your your avatar, if you will, um, yeah. who who are you who are you most looking to help or engage?
1: Yeah, so if you look at it, we have we have two types of customers, right? We have the large enterprise, which consists of a multi-cloud, um, hundreds of engineers working on infrastructure on a daily basis, just building what we call to the cloud-native applications. And when when you look at this type of customers, they need something that continuously assess. And, and, and can detect the misconfiguration that is misaligned from the business requirement right think about high level business um, and then the engineering level so there's a gap there so one of the big things is that customer come to us because they want a centralized visibility of the configuration baseline but they also want to decentralize the remediation right and with decentralized i mean federated so make sure that every engineer is remediating their own risk. So our typical customer is a medium to large enterprise as multi-cloud and it has a lot of engineers. And, and on the other side, if you look at a multi-cloud universe, we also fit in very well with you know system integrators and, and, and MSSPs and MSPs, just because they manage a multi-cloud universe as well for their small to medium customers. So I think it's complexity for us, high scale,
0: um, and high velocity of a of a company that, that we look for the most. Okay. Awesome. Well, I, I appreciate you sharing that. I I do want you to elaborate a little bit on, you know, that, that misconfiguration piece. Because even as you're talking about, you know, a, a large enterprise in a multi-cloud environment you know, it, as that hits my ears, the, the one thing that comes to mind is, well, Fausto, why don't I just hire for that, right? Why, why, why do I need to call Secbaris? You know, I should have, you know, and, you know, without, without throwing out names, but, you know, if I'm a Fortune 50 company or a Fortune 100 company, you would think that I would have that expertise in house, so Fausto, um, you know, poke holes in that in that thought process or in that argument.
1: Yeah, I think the 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 the, the first thing is to to understand that you know the assessment of a cloud configuration manual uh, is is pretty much impossible, right? Because there's constant change. So think about think about a building and you have 1000, you know, uh, workers, you're just making changes to the building on a daily basis, right? It's impossible to have someone assess that. It's just very impossible. You need complete automation. So I think one of the things that really customers are looking for is how can we automate this process? How can we automate this assessment, detection, remediation process at scale across the board, like the eagle eye? So one of the one of the big benefits for for our customers is they're just they're just having continuous monitoring happening across the infrastructure. Right. It's something that no service company can actually offer today. So I think the continuous mode of of assessment from a technology perspective is the one that customers are really benefiting from. Um, and yeah, it's 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 uh, it's machine, machine versus human
0: well and and Fausto, thank you for elaborating on that because I think that's one of the things that um, large enterprises miss, right? Yes. is that awareness or that desire for um, that outside perspective or that outside expertise. you know when you when you think of, you know, again, these large corporations, their first thing is, I already have a Fausto in house, and you, 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 you may have someone with, you know, a particular set of skills, but you know when you're talking about, and and the word that I that keeps popping in my mind is scale, Fausto, yeah. right? These large corporations, they, 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 they need to be focused on, you know, selling the widgets, or they need to be focused on you know exciting their customers or what whatever it is they're in in the business of doing that needs to be their focus right And so Fausto what I hear you saying is that you know you and your team at secbaris are able to come in and help take that you know excuse away if you will.
1: a hundred a hundred percent a hundred percent I think that enterprises you know are understanding that, you know, they have to build, you know, purchase solutions that are aligned with business goals and and, 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 and from an automation perspective, right? Automation is not only, you know, uh, do this, you know, every time this happens, but it's about understanding that the automation is enabling customers to go faster and is happening across the board. So if you don't, if you have technology or a solution that blocks you from velocity, if you think about it from a competitive landscape of your own industry, right? Let's say you are a healthcare and you're trying to push this, this new vaccine, you know, this pharma, you're trying to push this new vaccine and you need, you know, you need a system you need, you need, a, it's a new product, you know, you cannot be blocking the engineers to actually doing their job or their scientists to do their job. You got to enable them to go faster, but secure So when you think about where the new wave is coming of enterprise solutions is about in speed enabler solutions that are going to make the difference versus blocking velocity, because velocity is what we need to continue to move forward, both in innovation, competitiveness. You know, there's a big, more of a business culture behind new products. And that's what we aim to do, you know, is a business-driven solution that meets
0: cybersecurity. Come on, Fausto. I, I love what you just said and, and you, and you touched on it, but it's, it's so critical, right? Competitive advantage, right? Speed. You, you, you don't, you don't have time for, as an enterprise, as a, as a, as a, as a, as a revenue generating entity, you do not have time for your competition to catch up to you, right? Perfect. That's, I mean, that's just a fact. That's a fact. And and on the flip side, right? You you do not have time, like I said, for your engineers, right, to be frustrated with, okay, you know, what's what's going on with, you know, our Google Cloud environment. What's going on with Azure? No, you've got to you've got to rip those excuses away. Right. and and everything that I hear you saying Fausto is myself and my team at SecBarris, again you know we can help you with the competitive advantage and we can help you enable speed within your organization correct correct
1: correct correct so when you talk about truly empowering and in and, and having security be a business driven force you know that is exactly what we're what we go for, and 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 the the companies and the individuals, the CISOs and the architects and the security, the risk leaders, and whoever's at the top from a security perspective, it's needs to look at this completely different, a different approach. And the people and the individuals that do see it like that are going to be the ones that are uh, a unicorn within within the industry. And um, that's 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 the alignment
0: that we that we try to find. Oh, Fausto, I love it. I love it. I love it. So Fausto, let's, let's do this. Let's, let's pivot into, um, giving some advice to the young people. And when I say young, this could be young in age or young at heart, right? I'm young. I'm
1: young.
0: They, they. That's what uh-huh. I'm saying. Exactly. Exactly. So, so Fausto, you're speaking to your generation, right? Um, they're looking at a career in technology. Talk to the people.
1: I think that Let's, 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 let's look at where everything is, is heading. Right. I think when you, when you start to, to understand where everything is heading, um, it's less about being cool and being trendy. A lot of people try trying to be cool and being trendy and less about solving problems. Right. So I think technology as a whole has, there's enough layers of abstraction from technology. It is very easy to take any product to market. You know, there's products that, of course, you know, if you build a rocket ship, it's a rocket ship. It's gonna take a lot of money. Um, but it's about solving problems. And I think when when individuals and and, and young entrepreneurs or engineers or, you know, just this new generation, or this generation, when they look at what is it that we want to do. They have to focus on just solving problems, real problems based on use cases. Right. So it's less about trying to be cool and trying to have the cool website and focus on, on who am I making a better world for and why, right? So when you focus on that, everything, the universe will actually reward you with all the answers you're looking for. Right. So from a technology perspective, instead of jumping on the, on the newest ChatGPT GPT trend, it's more, let's try to solve a problem here for someone. And it's about finding one person. If you can solve the problem for one person it's about replicating that person in the market. So I think there's a lot of really amazing opportunities. There's a lot of industries that need disruption, right? So how can we disrupt traditional industries? So I think it's looking at that with new technology because i think the new technology that's now available in the world and the new ways of doing things allows you to go to market fast but also disrupt traditional tra- traditional industries so it's those two things that you have to you have to look so you go to the future to find the technology and then you come back to the past to fix the problems
0: oh fast I, so i i love that and you know i'm i'm visualizing this um this really amazing world for these young people or for you know for anyone that we're talking to because exactly you 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 can take technology and go disrupt the interior design industry right Right. you can you can take technology and you can go disrupt manufacturing right? right um if you you know grew up um you know, like my parents, they're from the Caribbean, right? Same um, same. bro. Exactly. So you know what? You know, uh, you know, people in our family, um, you know, some had stores or they had, you know, businesses, right? You can take technology, and you can go disrupt, you know, that that food store, right? That that convenience store. Yeah. So so that's that's the beauty of technology. Technology levels the playing field and then if you use it properly and consistently it it gives you that competitive advantage that we were talking about earlier right a hundred percent and it's,
1: it's it's the the whole you know and the, it's tech enabled right it's truly we're, we're moving towards a tech enabled world where everyone should be able to just transition and i think that Whoever is getting into technology, they should think about helping these traditional businesses get enabled, um, because that's how that's how we that's how we actually make a better world, you know. Um, it's just just helping each other, so really getting skills to to help just to help other people.
0: Uh, absolutely, and and the thing is, you know, Faso, like you mentioned, find one person, right? Yeah. Find find one solution to that individual's problem and then go replicate it. Yeah, right? yeah, And, you know, and, and if you happen to be in Miami, like Fausto, right. Fausto's already let us in on the fact that, you know, there's a, there's a great ecosystem there in Miami. Right. So again, I, I I'll just add this, you know, piece, bro, you can do it anywhere. Anywhere, just anywhere, anywhere in the world. Absolutely, absolutely. Anywhere, anywhere in the
1: world is, is, and that is the beauty of, of, of today's um, remote and, and the beauty of the internet. You know, it's just the beauty of the internet.
0: Right. And, oh, and I'll, and I'll, and I'll go off on a minor tangent. And that's why I think it is so um, backwards for these corporations to be saying, hey, I want you to come back to the office starting, you know, July 1st or August 1st. Yeah. Yep. You 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 got this amazing talent. Like I remember so many people that I interviewed um uh, for the podcast, you know, they're like, "Hey, I'm in Montreal. I can't get anyone to move to Montreal, right? Yeah. But I've got amazing talent in Boise, Idaho. I've got, you know, amazing talent in Port Arthur, Texas." Bro, why would you want to go back on that?
1: Yeah. Yeah, 100% hundred percent. I think it's, it's, it's a, it's, I think is, is remote work is here to state and, and allows flexibility and, and the work-life balance. A lot of people were looking for, and, you know, people could be productive and can be productive, uh, from home. And it's not about the person it's just about the culture of the company to make that a productivity. Um, and I think companies that have really, Correct the remote code are successful
0: um, um, at, a, at a high speed. So yeah, it's still, it's here to stay. No, I, I could not agree more. All right. So Fausto, let me, let me ask you this question. Um, what teacher at any level has had the greatest impact on you? Well,
1: what was the question? I, I missed, I, oh, heard. yeah.
0: Sorry. What teacher at any level has had the greatest impact on you?
1: My teacher, um, I have to say my dad as a teacher, right? Yeah. My dad as a teacher has been the greatest impact, um, has done the greatest impact in my life just because, um, it's a never quit mentality. Um, and, and there's no, there's no better lesson in life than that. Someone can teach you how not to quit and. Because if you, the, 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 secret and, um, you know, I don't want to sound all success coach here, but the secret of, of, of making it is just stay, you need to stay in the game as long as you can, in order for the universe to reward you with the win. Come
0: on, Fausto, brother, that, that, that's exactly, that's exactly it. Right. And again you know being being the son of immigrants yeah right um, and and seeing that play out you know um, and you know I, I could go into story after story but I'll I'll just say yes I I agree a thousand percent with what you said right and 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 shout out to pops for setting that example right of being, you know hanging in there long enough just right? hang in there. just
1: all you're gonna do is hang in there and 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 it turns around you know and he and he takes and he takes it could be there's always one more day one more pitch one more conversation and that one more that changes changes your
0: whole course of life exactly exactly love it all right so fausto i'm gonna ask you this last question my friend um what advice would you give your 18 year old self
1: oh man um wow you know i've never thought about it um my 18 year old self i would say do not rush to do not rush do not rush the process that's what I would say. Do not rush the process and let the process come to you. Um, because when you rush the process, you you make you know you make some mistakes that would expand the process. Um, and I think that you know it's about it's about slowing down. You know, I think when you're young and eager, you're trying to go as fast as you can. And you don't let the game come to you. Right. Right. So, um, I will be just, just slow down, take a break, go to the beach. And tomorrow's another day. That's what I'll constantly tell myself. And I I tell myself that today, um, you know, just, there's no rush. You, You will get there. You know, it's better to be the turtle than to be the rabbit.
0: Come on. And that ladies and gentlemen is the perfect. Capstone. Fausto, to say that I have enjoyed this um, would be an understatement. I mean, you are good people and just an amazing guest. Um, I cannot thank you enough for taking time to be with us here on the podcast. Before we go, what's the best way for people to get in contact with you?
1: You know, com, Fausto at sigbearers.com, LinkedIn, you know, um, just reach out, reach out if you have questions, if you want to know more about the company, if you want to know more about me, if I can give you an advice, if I can be a mentor, if I can just do anything that can impact anybody's life. Um, Doors are always open and God has given me stuff and skills so
0: I can give them all back. And Fausto, I, I appreciate you being willing to share. Thank you again, brother, for being on the podcast.
1: Thank you so for having me.
0: You're welcome. And TechAway Presents family, thank you as always for listening. And be sure to tune in next time when we will have another technology expert share their wisdom. Goodbye for now.